0: Good morning. I'm your host, Claudia Shambaugh, welcoming you to the December 20th, 22 edition of Ask a Leader. This close to the lore of Mary and Joseph looking for room at any inn, today we'll look at how workers are faring as they keep clean our nearby inns. For the whole program, my guests will be Austin Lynch, director and negotiator at Unite Here Local 11, and Maria Balderas, union member and rank-and-file leader working at the Irvine Hilton to give us a look at working conditions for hotel staff, as well as Irvine's recently adopted workers' protection ordinance, the first of its kind in Orange County. And for those Irvine voters who've signed the petition circulating uh, and they want to revoke petition circulating is revoking the ordinance so if you want to retract your signature you can text i'll give you a number now and it'll come up in the interview text five six two six eight eight five eight six seven for instructions that's getting a hold of austin right back there so we'll be right back after this station break listeners don't go away Welcome back to the show. My guests for the full hour are Austin Lynch, director and negotiator at Unite Here Local 11, and Maria Balderas, union member and rank and file leader working at the Irvine Hilton, here to talk about the Irvine City Council on November 22nd, adopting the first in Orange County, the Hotel Worker Protection Ordinance, along with what is now a well-resourced backlash. We're recording this on the afternoon of December 19th. To introduce them both briefly, Austin Lynch has been an organizer for 24 years, including advocating for municipal district elections in Anaheim, which led to similar districting in the cities of Fullerton, Buena Park, Garden Grove, and San Juan Capistrano. He's also successful in the 2016-2018 Disney contract negotiations that won 40% raises for thousands of resort workers and led to passage of the Measure L, the resort worker living wage in Anaheim. Maria Balderas, as I said, is union member and rank and file leader working at the Irvine Hotel. Austin has kindly and graciously is offering his simultaneous translation services so that we can bring Maria along with us in this very important interview today about the ordinance passed recently in Irvine. Welcome back to Ask a Leader, Austin Lynch, and bienvenidos, Maria Balderas.
1: Thank you very much. We're glad to be here.
0: Gracias. First, for the listeners to appreciate What takes place on the floors of the hotels? The guest and cleaning staff interactions. Would you tell us what the current working conditions are before we go into greater detail about the actual ordinance? So if Austin can translate for Maria Balderas, what are the working conditions? As Austin presents in English, his union organizing takes, along with Maria Balderas's experience with her coworkers.
1: So, Maria, puede compartir cuál es hoy en día cuáles son las condiciones de trabajo en el Irvine Hilton, igual el uh, cargo de trabajo como las los los acosos y, y este uh, uh, problemas que ocasionaron que, que peleamos por la ley. ¿Puede compartir un poco y yo, yo le traduzco?
2: Sí. Lo primero es la, la carga de trabajo. Es una the first thing es is the eh, a, después a, antes de la pandemia nosotros teníamos limpiando las habitaciones ocupados que viene siendo las cuando la gente está viviendo. Y nos daban, a de cuenta en en una en un solo piso nos daban mezclados los cuartos. Okay, Espera, la... me,
1: espera, espera no. me try to see poco a poco. So, okay. uh, the, the first thing is the workload. Uh, before the pandemic, they had us cleaning the, all the occupied rooms. In other words, the rooms that the, a person is staying over, they check in Tuesday and they're staying Wednesday, Thursday, etc. And we clean the room. Uh, we would clean the room each day. And so, typically, they would assign us on a single floor. And on that floor, we would have a mix of the stayover rooms. And the checkout rooms that need to be completely deep cleaned uh, to receive a new guest. Okay, see you, Maria.
2: Okay, y la la segunda es que después después de la pandemia eh, la compañía empezó quitándonos los cuartos ocupados. Ahora nos dan but we pero uh, se, se lo limpiamos después de, de cuatro días de que la gente estuvo viviendo. O sea
1: So after the pandemic, the company took away the cleaning of the occupied rooms, but kept the same quota. So now we were being assigned a full 14 room quota of only checkout rooms that require the much more extensive deep cleaning and they were assigning us to do them on on uh, various floors up to four floors we were cleaning these rooms sometimes they had gone uncleaned for four days the grime had built up there was uh, very very difficult to clean okay see you, maria
2: okay la segunda la de, lo lo más que está pasando es que también a, nos afecta demasiado también si es que el, nuestra ley para protección sobre acoso O sea, queremos que esa ley entre para protegernos a nosotros las recámeras, porque yo soy una persona que ha pasado acoso por muchos años en ese hotel, en Hilton, Iban. Uh, y las compañías no hacen nada, no hacen nada para protegernos, porque no tenemos un... Uh, uh, ahora sí tenemos un security, pero más antes nunca hemos tenido un security. El único que se eran los security eran los de mantenimiento. Okay, we'll definitely,
1: definitely okay. try to see it in a moment. So the second thing is that we really want our the law that we succeeded in passing, the, uh, the housekeeper protection law to take effect. We really need that. And uh, I'm a person that has experienced harassment for many years in the Irvine Hilton. And um, I've had guests uh, harass me. And we really need uh, the protections that are in that law to take effect. We uh, just recently got security at the hotel, but for many years – uh, we did not have um, security to respond to our to our calls S- sigue
2: okay y lo demás es de que uh, o sea vuelvo a decir lo mismo la compañía no les importa como nosotros terminamos nuestro trabajo más aparte ellos no les importa lo que nos, los que los guests nos hagan
1: the company doesn't care what we have to do to complete the uh, the excessive workload, and they also don't care what the guests do to us.
2: Lo único que les importa es que nosotros saquemos el trabajo y ellos sigan haciendo dinero.
1: The only thing that matters to them is for us to c- complete the work and them to get their money.
0: So if I may ask at this point, I want at the risk of posing more traumatic, posing more trauma to the extent that Maria Balderas can tell us it's not such a casual bit of trauma you're getting from the sexual harassment that you're getting from guests, to the extent that you are willing to give people a a deeper insight about what your encounters, how how, how seriously offending those encounters are.
1: So ella, ella dice que quiere que la audiencia entiende que no está, estamos hablando de uh, un acoso ligero, este, uh, que, que realmente son cosas serias que están pasando. Hasta el extento que usted sienta cómoda, puede compartir un uh, poco de detalle de qué, cuáles son los... A cosas que han pasado con usted y otras personas y cuál es el efecto, cómo se cómo se sienten ustedes después de sufrir este tratamiento. Uh,
2: pues uh, en mi persona yo me siento um, cómo se puede decir um, mmm, decepcionada por la compañía, decepcionada porque nosotros les hemos llevado los los casos y ellos no hacen nada.
1: For me, personally, por... I, I feel very disappointed in the company. D- disappointed because we've uh, brought them cases over and over and they do nothing. Sigue?
2: Okay. Y luego la otra, la otra cosa que esto ha pasado por años. Y si nosotros no no hemos, no, mucha gente no habla, es por miedo. Por miedo de que las compañías toman hmm. represalias hacia nosotros.
1: Another thing, this has been going on for years. And if we haven't spoken up before, it's because of fear, fear that the company will retaliate against us.
2: Uh, Pasaron dos dos, a, dos acosos en el, mismo, en el mismo año. ¿Y qué ha hecho la compañía? ¿Ha hecho a nos, algo para protegernos? No. Al contrario, ellos han, traed, han traído a esa gente que nos ha acosado a hospedarse ahí en el hotel. Y a ellos no les importa.
1: So, uh, you know, there have been two incidents of harassment in this year and, and do they do anything about it? No. You know, uh, on the contrary, they keep bringing the same guests that, that have uh, harassed us. They keep uh, letting them come back and staying at the hotel again.
0: Oh, my. Oh, my. For those of you who just joined us, my guests are Austin Lynch, Director Negotiator for Unite Here Local 11, and Maria Balderas, employed at the Irvine Hilton Hotel, talking about working conditions that have led to the recent adoption, November 22nd this last month, of the Workers' Protection Ordinance, the first of its kind in Orange County. And we're hearing from Maria Balderas about the working conditions, and specifically right now about her interactions with guests. So it sounds like Maria Balderas that you are traumatized first by a guest who feels like the guest is always right. And then you're traumatized by management which who does not hear your grievances.
1: O sea, um, Claudia dice que, que um, uh, al parecer usted está haciendo traumada dos veces. Una vez por el guest Okay, que siente que siempre tiene la razón y segundo en segundo lugar por la compañía que no hace nada.
2: Correcto. Yo me siento como que si yo tengo que andar como que en el trabajo, mirando hacia atrás y hacia enfrente de que yo no ha ganado nada malo para que la compañía no me corra. Porque eso es lo que quiere la compañía, corrernos a las mujeres que nosotros hablamos, de que luchamos para tener un trabajo digno.
1: I constantly have to be looking over my shoulder and minding every little uh, tiny detail at work to make sure I don't give them a reason to fire uh, me because that's what they want. They want an excuse to, to fire uh, those of us who are speaking up about this, uh, about this problem. And it shouldn't be that way because... We're not, you know, we're not stealing uh, from the from the company. We we do honest work, and uh, we we work hard every day, and and we deserve to to work in dignity.
0: Yes. So, let's talk about the ordinance. And I don't know if Maria Balderas were you? Did you appear in the Irvine City Council chambers for these votes? Was Maria that? Were you there?
1: Maria. Uh, ¿Usted estuvo presente en el ayuntamiento uh, cuando uh, cuando uh, pasó la ley? Ella sí, pregunta. Yo,
2: yo estuve presente y uh, no saben lo que lo que ahorita siento. O sea, siento tristeza de que las compañías estén mintiendo. Supuestamente ellos están diciendo que nos están dando algo y eso es una mentira. Ellos no nos están protegiendo nada ni nos están dando tampoco el salario de lo que ellos están hablando. Lo que nosotros queremos es que entre esa ley que nosotros ya ganamos. Para nosotros es muy importante. Muy importante porque también los botones de pánico no están funcionando. La semana pasada, yo apenas hice una prueba y, y a ellos no les importó. Lo único que dijeron, ten, te damos otro. Pero eso eso no es una solución.
1: Okay, déjame try to see. So, um, uh, Maria says, yes, I was there at the uh, fighting for the law. She also. Spoke spoke several times uh, in public, that's me adding that, but uh, she, um, yes, I was there, as she says, and uh, there, it, that's why it makes me very sad that the companies are now out there lying to people. They're telling people that they've uh, already provided security for us, that they've already provided decent wages, and it's not true, and uh, it makes me sad that they, uh, that they would lie. We really need this law, and, um, and we need it to take effect. Um, the panic buttons uh, that my hotel has given me don't work. I did a test myself uh, la- the, the, the other day, and um, the uh, it didn't work and so and I brought that to management and and they said, well, we'll give you another one, but that's not the solution. They have to be giving out equipment that works.
0: It sounds it's if it's working, and we know that it's not the 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 end all for protection. But um, because there's something, something happens before the panic button is pushed. So the offense is, it's already, the damage has been done, even if it can be stopped with the panic button. But so there's that portion in the ordinance. There's also the training of the security detail to support the workers. So there's there's several elements of the ordinance that must be functioning. How is that? uh, And maybe Austin can speak to that too, is, that there are earlier incidences with the Disney hotel that there was a panic button, but the, the connection wasn't made. They were not operable. There were maybe batteries that weren't installed. So it, Maria, for Austin to um, translate for me, if the panic buttons aren't working, it's like if you are on a trapeze, you're a trapeze artist and there's a net under you, but there's all these holes in the net.
1: Alright, that's a challenge to translate. But let me let me. Let me ella, uh, a... ella dice que, que si, si estás eh, trabajando con un botón de pónico que no funciona, es como si fueras este, um, como se dice, a uh, acrobata en, en un circo. Uh, como se dice de, uh, um, que participe en un circo, uh, you know, uh, haciendo trucos en el aire, pero sin um, protección abajo. Sí, me
2: nosotros, sí, nosotros, no bueno, para nosotros es esto, la, la importancia es de que a nosotros, a ellos no les importa. esa es la eso es el, el punto importante de la compañía, que nosotros como trabajadores no les importamos. Ellos nomás están jugando un juego de decir, ok, te vamos a dar botón para que no estés diciendo nada, pero en sí no nos están protegiendo. ¿Por qué? Porque ellos no están tomando una responsabilidad de su botón que tienen que estar checándolo.
1: So the uh, the key thing is they don't care. They don't care about us. That's what matters, that they uh, you know, uh, they, they give us these panic buttons, but they don't take responsibility for it to uh, to check that it's working or to provide security to, to respond to it. And it's because they just don't care. They give us the panic buttons just to say, okay, we're we giving you the panic buttons, now shut up about it. But they need to take responsibility for making sure that they work.
0: And another element of this ordinance is the training – and the functioning of the security detail to support the workers yes so that's and i can comment
1: about that so
0: austin please
1: yeah ju- i mean i can just say quickly that the uh as maria is saying there's been numerous incidents and i'm uh, i didn't even know that it continued up till the last week where uh panic buttons have uh, have not uh been working but w- even then and the occasions when they, uh, when they do respond, or if, the, if the, the worker goes to the extent of using their own personal cell phone to track someone down because the panic button's not working, then the obstacle is having somebody to respond. And there have been incidents with violence uh, involved, incidents where they're report- the worker's reporting violence, and they send an engineer to respond uh, who has absolutely no training, is not paid to do security, doesn't know how to do security. Uh, but they tell them, well, this is your job to go respond to uh, violent situations on the floor. Now, since then, they have said they will no longer send engineers to do a job that they're not prepared for. But uh, the workers had had to do a very strong action and uh, demand on the spot that that, uh, that 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 policy be changed in order for, uh, for that change to be accomplished. It, it was nothing given. It was the workers putting pressure But even now, they have, uh, you know, they just barely hired security for the first time in many years, and we don't have any evidence that that person is necessarily trained on how to respond to panic button calls.
0: Well, it—I'd like to know just how long has this kind of line of work, security details, to support workers, to for them to be effective. Is this some kind of new line of security, and so? We have to it's not really been institutionalized to be effective to help Maria and her coworkers.
1: Well, I think looks I mean going you know taking uh, confronting um unruly guests or intruders that's always been part of security, but the hotels you know just decided they would some of them that they would stop having security and and maybe that the guests wouldn't notice that there was no guard on duty, you know. I mean, another, just another way to save money. But um, they they don't always, some hotels do. I'm not saying that all hotels go without security. But um, the Irvine Hilton, for one, for many years, went without security at their employees' expense. And we need to have that. The law would, would guarantee that they have to have security all the time. And uh, that's really you know the bare minimum that any human should accept in a hotel.
0: So, Maria, you brought up uh, the time frame where things changed in the workload as the costs were being recovered at the hotels, and so I wanted to know in your interactions with guests during the pandemic, when the hotels were doing everything they could to get business, did you notice a different, a worse behavior? With those guests as the pandemic was unfolding and the hotels were chasing after their business.
1: So, Maria Creus, ella dice um, o pregunta: si usted cree que durante la pandemia, viendo que los hoteles estaban haciendo todo lo posible para atraer más, más huéspedes, ¿cree usted que los huéspedes se empezaron a, a portarse peor durante ese tiempo? O, es, es, uh, o, o no? Hubo un cambio o no cambio durante la pandemia en en cuanto a cómo se portaron los huéspedes?
2: No, esto sigue igual, esto ha pasado de, de mucho tiempo. Yo tengo reportes que le he dado a la compañía antes mucho antes de la de la pandemia y ellos no han hecho nada. No, yo, es, me, there's, there's... yo me he callado, o sea, yo me he callado, pero ya de ya ya estuvo. Y si ellos van a tomar represalias en correrme, pues que lo hagan.
1: There was no change with the pandemic. This has been going on. It's the same uh, thing that's that's happened for a long time. I have reports that I made to the company long before the pandemic, and they did nothing about it. And I, you know, I um, I kept quiet. But I'm done with that. I'm, I'm sick of it. I'm not staying quiet any longer.
0: So thank you for that, both of you, Maria and Austin. And as we look at the Irvine Worker Protection Ordinance. How closely does it track with those ordinances that are in Los Angeles and West Hollywood? Are, are they pretty similar, Austin? Um, the Irvine law is simpler.
1: We, we uh, lowered our, our standards to make it even easier to pass, even easier on, uh, on the industry and more of a no-brainer uh, for everybody to support. And the, the way we did that was by taking out Uh, an industry-wide minimum wage clause that is part of all these other ordinances, L.A., West Hollywood, Glendale, uh, Santa Monica. And uh, so we we took that out. So the law is strictly focused on uh, fair pay for the abusive workload that they introduced uh, after the pandemic and common sense protections against sexual assault. And what
0: about... How the ordinance compares with the ones established in L.A. and West Hollywood for the grievances, uh, fear of retributions for placing grievances to the managers?
1: Well, all of that is uh, the language on how the law can be enforced uh, is, I believe, very similar or identical um, among the versions passed in in Santa Monica, uh, L.A., etc. I mean, it all gives mechanisms for the city to enforce, but also for private action to enforce so workers can take it into their own hands. And uh, so the, the law does have strong protections, which is probably why uh, the hotels are now spending hundreds of thousands trying to overturn it. Of course, uh, the hotels that are uh, a, a union hotel is always going to have additional protection because the workers have uh, an organization to stand with them and to rally behind them to prevent any retaliation or react strongly uh, if there is any. And they have a grievance procedure. They have all the all the benefits of of being union. But but even then, the Irvine Hilton is a union hotel. And even with a union even with a union contract that demands panic buttons, we've realized that these companies will go to lengths that you wouldn't even think a, a person would 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 uh, you know. Uh, come up with with the, these ideas like giving out panic buttons without working batteries. You know, I mean, um, shame on us for not, for not realizing when we were negotiating that we had to tell them to put batteries in the damn things, but uh, you know, that's how they are. And so uh, the contract's not enough. We need laws too.
0: So there's a couple, two questions for the hotel managers and owners do they not find there is added value to their reputation that their workers are safe? Is there no value to customers that they're at a hotel where everybody's safe?
1: Uh, I feel they put no value on it. Should they? Uh, should You know uh is that a smart way to do business? I don't think so. I mean, I think your 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 question is right. The smarter way to do business is to uh have a great safety record and then trumpet that safety record and talk about how you uh what you do for your uh for your workers. But time after time, you know, you you, you would think that uh, that would be enough, but but it's not. Let me just translate what you're saying. So uh, uh Claudia pregunta este Si no sería mejor para la, como para el negocio de mantener su reputación como un lugar seguro, you know, que, que, que um, ella pregunta si no, si no sería mejor para ellos como negocio en el largo plazo de proteger su imagen, proteger su reputación. Yo contesté que yo creo que sí, sería lo inteligente, pero ellos lo único que miran es el corto plazo y y, uh, y el you know, la ganancia, inmediato que tiene algo más que agregar. se María?
2: Ah, <risa> uh, pues yo pienso que, que a través de este medio la gente, la, la comunidad de Irvan nos escuche, nos escuche, que la compañía lo están engañando, que nos nos dejen esa protección y eso que hemos hemos luchado y y que ya ganamos y que lo que ellos están diciendo es una mentira.
1: So Maria says, look, the only thing that I, that I can, uh, you know, that comes to mind to say is that I hope that people of Irvine hear this and realize that the hotels are lying to them. They're lying and saying, uh, getting people to sign a petition to overturn this law. We won the law and we need the law. And I hope people understand that these signature gatherers that are out uh, asking for signatures, what they're trying to do is overturn our law because that's what the hotels are paying them to do. And uh, it, it's not right. We shouldn't overturn the law. We need the law.
0: And that is, Maria, this something I wanted to bring up in its entirety. This topic is that there's this recently created group. It's called Irvine Residents Protecting Hospitality. And I believe they are. Are they not? They're Austin, the, the entity that is pushing out those petitions to collect signatures.
1: That they may have adopted that name. Uh, The real people behind it are the hotels and the California lodging association, which is like the chamber of commerce of all the hotels. So yeah, they, they've created a fake, uh, you know, grassroots sounding name, but it's the hotel corporations. Right. And Um,
0: and so that's a, and so I wanted to talk about the tactics and mainly focusing on this petition. I first became aware of it, Maria and Austin, when after Thanksgiving, I approached at the, it's it's the Wholesome Choice listeners <laughs> there at Culver near 405. So they there were two signature collectors. I asked them, I didn't know anything about this until I met them that day. And I kept asking them questions. How much were they earning per signature? And they said, no, we're volunteers. And I asked them, who's funding this effort? And they said, we don't know. You can Google it. And then I asked them, so uh, what why is this necessary? If the ordinance is passed, there's nothing more that needs to be done to protect the, this protection. There, there doesn't need to be a voter response. The city council voted on it already, and they so they were they were misrepresenting it. So Maria and Austin are here, listeners, to break down the petition, which is now required fifteen thousand valid voter signatures by. Thursday of this week, so uh, there are other claims that maybe Maria or Austin would like to talk about our false claims so people understand and they can, what recourse they have if they want to withdraw the signature, because I know that's part of the campaign. So what do listeners need to know with meeting those people? Is there something they should say to the signature collectors? What, what all needs to be happening when we meet people that are collecting signatures?
1: The signature gatherers are, uh, their petition is to referendize the housekeeper protection law, which would mean that the law is suspended and sent to either a special election or to the next general election in 2024. So either the city would have to spend a huge amount of money to run a special election just to decide whether housekeepers should have protection, or uh, the housekeepers are going to have to wait all the way till 2024 to even get a a decision, all for a law that's already been passed and is needed immediately. So it's very simple. People should not sign, and if if they signed already, uh, they can revoke their signature. But How they got to do that. So they they can they can text me at my number is five six two six eight eight five eight six seven. Five six two six eight eight five eight six seven. There's a link also for them to print out a revocation form. Maybe I don't know if you uh, have a if there's a website where we can post that. Yes, please. Um, no, we'll
0: provide that in the podcast summary, and that means awesome. I'll produce yeah. this so, right away. So
1: go ahead. There's a link, but but the form has to be turned in in original. It can't be emailed in, so they would have to get the link, print the form, sign it, and then notify us, and we'll come by and pick up the forms. But or please, can they drop
0: it off at the city council?
1: They can drop it off at the city clerk's office, yes. That's they faster, can. They yeah. Can, they can print the form and drop it themselves at the city clerk, but it's got to get in before the hotels turn in their petitions, which will probably be Wednesday or Thursday. So really tomorrow or Wednesday is the day to revoke and to turn in the form if you were duped into signing.
0: And that date is the date that... It's important because that's when the ordinance becomes effective. It's 30 days after the November 22 vote, correct?
1: Exactly right.
0: So exactly Maria, right. are there other suggestions she has about that? I mean, you've given us, thank you, some logistics, but let us you've given those to us, Austin. Does Maria have other things that she would like us to say as we're engaging those petition gathers, or just don't even talk and just give them our back? I don't, just, what does Maria want us to do?
1: María, ¿qué aconseja usted para la gente de de Irvine cuando encuentran a esta gente pidiendo pidiendo firmas para derrotar nuestra ley? ¿Qué recomienda usted?
2: Yo lo único que le pido a, a la comunidad de Irvine, que no les crean. Que no les crean que ellos nos están brindando lo que les están dando a firmar. Eso es una mentira de la compañía. The
1: only thing uh, that I ask is that for people to not believe them, Uh to not believe they're making the claim that the hotels already give us the protection we need, they already give us everything we need, and it's not true. Please don't believe them. And, uh, you know, all we want is is for the law to go into effect and for us to use the, the, the protections of it. And we're very sad and angry that they're trying to reverse it.
0: I've been asked, as I've covered this and prepared for this by residents of Irvine voters, what would constitute an invalidation of a cl- an invalid claim made by a person collecting signatures? Is there Is that a recourse or is that that's false, that there's no way that anything that could be said at collecting signatures would revoke that petition gathering?
1: It's theoretically possible, but not practically possible to track down who, you know, uh, which signature gatherer, there are dozens of them, which of them lied to which voter. What people, uh, I would really focus on revoking your signature, telling everybody, you know, do not sign, please don't sign. And... But please don't sign their signature. Please do sign the form revoking if, you've, if you already signed. And please come out to the city council and talk about how outraged you are that, that the hotels paid for all these falsehoods instead of spending the same money. I mean, they had hundreds of thousands to spend on, uh, you know, on falsehoods to overturn the law, and they couldn't find pennies to, uh, you know, to put batteries in the, in the panic buttons or to provide protections or provide security. Uh, it's really shameful. And uh, I I will also say that the um, for the union hotels in Irvine, which are there are three of them, the embassy suites, the Irvine Marriott and the Irvine Hilton, along with other hotels in Orange County, they will all be negotiating new contracts coming up in six months in June. And, you know, the sexual assault is not the only injustice that these housekeepers face. They're also underpaid. And uh, so if people have been woken up to see that the hotels are exploitative and to see that they have no problem lying to people, then hopefully they will stay with us and support the housekeepers in 2023 as they fight for fair wages and benefits.
0: So is part of this tactic to referendize, to reverse the Irvine City Council's Hotel Worker Protection Ordinance is to... It's part of a negotiation tactic to undermine the the strength of the unions going into that negotiation next year.
1: No, I don't think that they're they're. It's connected to the contract. I just think that they they don't want this law to take effect because it would require them to spend money on uh, safe workload and on uh, on safety on the floors, uh, and it would also you know probably uh, require them to confront guests who behave badly. And as Maria said, they're more than happy to have, uh, you know, abusive guests come back again and again. And, and, uh, and, you know, I guess they'd rather take their money. So that's, you know, that's, that, that's their preferred choice and they don't want a law that makes them choose safety.
0: Thank you. If you just joined us, my guest is Austin Lynch, director and negotiator of the Unite Here Local 11 and Maria Balderas employed at the Irvine Hilton Hotel, talking about the hotel workers in Irvine, as well as the recently adopted workers' protection ordinance, the first of its kind in Orange County. I'd like to ask both Maria and Austin, if I I wanna ask about the intersection of this workers' protection and the matter of trafficking young girls in hotels, they're here. They're here in Orange County. They're here in Irvine. Is it your thought that the, the codification of protecting hotel workers is bringing more sunlight, more attention on the safety for guests that are there too, like trafficked young ladies?
1: Well, you're talking about an, an important issue. I don't think that we can Uh, you know, have enough uh, solid information to, you know, to speculate. Um, But I will say that I feel very confident that uh, enforcing hotels to have um, security 24 seven is no question that that's safer for guests. And it's 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 safer for preventing, you know, I mean, uh, we have a national slogan, if you see something, say something, right? Well, uh, guess what, if you got security, that's yeah, you know, you have more, more eyes on the problem than if you don't. I think that's, that's common sense.
0: Maria, do you witness? I mean, it must be, there must be clear signs of someone in a trapped situation when you're, you're busy, but you must be able to see this going on.
1: To, to be totally frank, uh, Claudia, I don't know if, if, if it would be wise to, to go the out question. on a limb
0: and that intersectionality, I never forget that. So to your point then, Austin, that this could have the effect of raising the kind of a bystander situation, improving a bystander role here in hotels. So the other cities then are lining up to probably, they're watch. other cities are looking to see how this petition drive is going to work out. We know that the Laguna Beach voters rejected a similar measure, I believe, this most recent election. So, Austin, you can talk about the the union work and, Maria, about co-workers in other cities. Are other cities waiting for what is going to happen here in Irvine?
1: I don't think, uh, look, I, I mean, I think that this issue, I can tell you we're collecting signatures in Anaheim to put this issue before the voters. Ultimately, we'll find a way to put it before the voters in every city but uh you know there's it's not like there's anyone out there uh who's hungry to to uh you know fight for housekeepers uh more than the housekeepers themselves so you know the issue comes up when the housekeepers demand it uh, in irvine they did you know they they came to council again and again and put their put their themselves on the line speaking speaking publicly you know revealing the situations they've been through and that's going to happen in, in in other cities the hotels are not gonna gonna want it anywhere but we know that if we if we have the chance to present the issue fairly everybody it's a bipartisan issue you know everybody uh of all parties believes that that housekeepers should be should be protected on the job it's just a question of whether the uh, you know whether the company drowns out the the wh- what the issue is really about with with their money and convinces people that um y- you know that they that this is uh, they communicate falsehoods about what 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 the law is really about.
0: So I wanted to conclude the interview with a series of measures, what roles, what takeaways to give listeners, give residents of Irvine and around the county uh, how to respond to this whole issue. And so one of them is that, well, they could go to the city halls and stand shoulder to shoulder with the hotel workers. That's one. And I also want to know, and Maria can say talk about this, Austin can, on preparation, on background, I was told if we're guests at a hotel, we should request every single day to have a housekeeper come in and clean so that we're not forcing that larger um that larger cleanup to do the deep clean of many days that would be only counted as one room that they've been assigned so we there's many things that we could do better and we're not doing anybody any favors by saying oh no you don't need to clean until i leave so what are all the effective things listeners can do residents can do hotel guests can do
1: i think you can um can leave your your housekeeper a fair tip every day that's a nice thing to do how much is um, that i'm i'm not sure i'm not sure what, what amount to recommend um but if if everybody you know if, if leaves a tip of what they think is fair uh, for their housekeeper each day that would be better than nothing people can also you know again they can support us on this on this petition and you can invite housekeepers to come speak to your church or your uh place of worship or your your class your organization bring the housekeepers to share uh what they're going through and and help spread the word to people so they they understand the conditions that uh folks like maria are facing maria Eh? maria quiere uh agregar algo de qué pueden hacer los de la comunidad para ayudar. Yo dije que uh, uno es dejar propina cada día para su reclamadera. Otra es pedir que le limpian su cuarto cada día. Um, ¿Qué piensa usted que son las cosas importantes que miembros de la comunidad que están escuchando, uh, pasos que pueden tomar para apoyarles a ustedes?
2: Pues Yo pienso que el paso más importante es que nos permitan limpiarles sus cuartos, que nos permitan limpiar sus cuartos ocupados. Porque para nosotros es muy importante limpiarle sus cuartos. ¿Por qué? Porque para nosotros es menos menos trabajo y, y no andamos de, de un piso a otro piso. Hay veces que los guests que vienen de afuera se molestan y nos dicen cosas que por, no lo pueden creer, que, que no les estamos limpiando sus cuartos ocupados.
1: I think by far and away the most important thing Maria says is to let us clean your rooms every day. Let us clean your rooms. Uh, that's What keeps our workload reasonable is when we can clean it every day so that it's not four times as dirty when we when we clean it, when you when you check out. I've had guests, uh, foreign guests get angry because they don't understand why we're not cleaning their room uh, every day. But if you uh, if you allow us to clean your room every day, that's what allows us to do uh, to keep it clean, maintain the cleanliness. So it's not as hard when, uh, when there's a checkout. Uh, we can stay on a single floor and do all the rooms on that floor. Um, and uh, that's what keeps our, our, our workload reasonable.
2: And more? María? Uh, y también, o sea, yo pienso que es importante que la, la comunidad de Irban escuche de que ellos pueden rebotar esa, esas firmas que ellos han hecho. Ellos pueden meterse ellos no 24 vigor.
1: I think it's very important for for the community of Irvine to know that they can revoke their signatures. If they signed a hotel petition, they can revoke their signatures. They can, they can click on the link that we're going to provide and print out the form. They can turn it into the city council. And that will make sure that our law goes into effect on the 24th like it's supposed to. And uh, that's all I can say.
0: And I wonder if an additional takeaway is bystander guests. Is there any? Uh, I, we know that a bully always does their th- stunt where they know they can't be detected. But I I don't know, is it the same with guests? They always manage to traumatize hotel workers where nobody can detect they're doing it. Or is there a meaningful way, a signal, we can, as guests, we can be effective bystanders, Maria?
1: So, she's asking if a guest, if si another guest, tal vez que sea a witness, for example, of an assault, si hay algo que ellos pueden hacer para ayudar o, o a intervenir.
2: No, no entendí esta pregunta.
1: Como y, y creo que es algo que realmente casi no pasa. Pero, por ejemplo, en los ejemplos de acoso que han pasado en el hotel, uh, ella está preguntando que, qué tal si en algún caso estaba presente otro guest que es que está mirando y que uh, se da cuenta que algo malo está pasando, que ese otro guest uh eh, está preguntando si hay algo que uh, que se puede hacer para ayudar a que la you know a, a apoyar a la recamadera
2: Eso eso no 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 pasa porque o sea yeah. eso no pasa no tenemos porque, ninguna right. protección
1: Yeah <laughs> well, that doesn't happen it doesn't happen
2: but Partly it's, because Okay
1: well but if another guest is present then then people uh that's what you know guests don't misbehave they, they only That's do it what I'm right saying. There. The
0: bully always figures out how to do it undetected. It's, That's right. It's, it's a bully action. Okay. That's right. Well, so I think of Las Posadas every time I'm thinking of hotel worker protection. So did you want to add anything more, both of you?
1: I don't think so. I think we, I mean, honestly, we're, uh, you know, we're, both of us are out here uh, on the streets of Irvine, uh, you know, we're, we're, counter
0: petitioning? Are
1: you? We're ner- we're nervous and anxious because we're petitioning. We're we're out here in front of the stores, urging people to uh, not to sign, uh, and and uh, you know organizers are out here, housekeepers are out here, and we hope we make the difference.
0: Well, thank you both of you for making the extra time with the the deadline breathing over you. Thank you very much for being on Ask a Leader today. Austin Lynch and Maria Balderas.
1: We're very happy to participate. Thank you for having us.
0: Okay, gracias. Muy muchas gracias. My guests were Austin Lynch, director and negotiator of Unite Here Local 11, and Maria Balderas, employed at the Irvine Hilton Hotel, talking about the hotel workers in Irvine as well as the recently adopted Hotel Workers Protection Ordinance, the first of its kind passed in Orange County, and they are on the road now to improve the literacy of voters who have been beckoned for signatures on a petition to reverse the ordinance adopted. So a little uh, commentary. Last Friday, the California Public Utilities Commission, I wish I had a whole extra week for 2022 so I could cover what they voted unanimously on, but it affects what we call net energy metering. And the shorthand of all this is that it is going to, it's disincentivizing solar rooftops. So if you don't have your solar panels on, you have not much of a window to adopt those. The uh, deadline to be grandfathered in with the solar panels while those older incentives remain, it's April 15th of next year. So it's, um, it's pretty problematic for those of us who are trying to electrify. When you electrify, you need more panels. If you put on new panels, then that resets your clock. You don't have those grandfathered solar incentives any longer. The, the rates change. Well, that's my wrap, folks. Next week, my guest will be performing arts treasures for your holiday pleasure. Happy holidays, everyone. Stay safe. Learn something new from your near and your dear. Talk with you next week. Thank you all for listening.